that's not something anyone calls out is the biggest thing. The same groups who use uh, uh, events like this as a opportunity to say that this is the depraved abuse of children, there's radio silence when it is happening all the time uh, in the other direction because we don't see straight, heterosexual sex as something depraved, broadly speaking. And Yulan felt love. Like, again, it's so hard for me to wrap my head around the fact that I'm technically showing all of you child abuse in their eyes. Like, right now, the video I'm showing you, I'm showing you all a video of child abuse, according to them. Uh, you can save time, open the VOD from the last time we had the stupid discussion, and pretend you're live. It'll have the same effect. Yeah, so, everyone, it's Pride. Happy LGBTQ plus month, everybody. You know what that means. That means the corporations are coming out and changing all of their logos and the, the flags are coming out in front of banks and stuff like that. On top of that, the U.S. military decided it was appropriate to show a picture of an army helmet with a rainbow colored series of bullets attached to it. They actually did the meme, the meme that everyone does about Democrats. Yeah, they, they actually did it. Yeah. So, that, so that's that's great. That's great. Everyone's everyone's putting in their two cents. And it wouldn't be pride without, of course, the discourse. Now, this year is a little bit different than the discourse previous, but it serves the exact same purpose. And the purpose, whether it is kink at Pride, or in this case, drag shows at Pride involving children, is usually to vilify queer people. Now, there's a couple terms you might not be familiar with if you're not completely indoctrinated into the gay, but I will uh, hopefully explain them. One of them is a tender queer. If you're unaware of that word, tender queer usually refers to newer members of the LGBTQ plus community who are a little bit aghast at the over displays of sexuality that either occur at Pride events or uh, Pride-related events, and they would prefer if people who are LGBTQ+, would not do such outward displays of sexuality because they feel that it tarnishes the idea of LGBTQ+, acceptance. This can involve them not wanting to see kink at Pride, or it can involve them saying that uh, drag queen children's story reading time is a highly sexual act and should not be uh, approved of in any way, say, uh, shape, or form. That's uh, a term that some people might not know. Now, the right is obsessed with LGBTQ plus right now, specifically trans people, and they're trying to legislate trans kids out of existence. That is a reality that trans people face, and that is the world that they live in. It doesn't stop people, doesn't matter if they happen to be uh, bi or gay themselves, from helping do some, let's say, heavy lifting for those same groups. In this case, this time it's coming in the form of this. Now, I wasn't made aware of this issue until I saw it uh, from Shu posting it, uh, but apparently it was all over the right's timelines. Uh, this started with a Libs of TikTok post, which uh, blew up into a Andy No post, uh, and we're going to get into what was happening outside of the scene when that was happening. Uh, all the way up to every single uh, hardcore uh, Jack Basabic, um, who else... Uh, Everyone you can think of was, was posting their utter disgust at the following event and how it is a sign of deep perversity uh, towards children that is on display specifically by drag queens. So we're going to get into that. I didn't even know about this tweet when I made your tweet. Actually, Freems? Oh, I thought it was a direct, a direct response. Oh, okay. I had no idea. So Shu tweets out, I don't like being gaslit about how totally not weird this is. Leftists, stop being scared to point out that the Emperor has no clothes because you fear being called a reactionary. So what are we talking about here? An event. Drag the kids to pride. Uh, this was an event with 150 followers on Facebook. And the event is in a bar that normally has uh, drag events with a sign in the background. The sign is already part of the bar. 
this is children. They were actually playing a musical chairs because I watched the footage. This was a musical, musical chairs sequence. This was not a lap dance sequence, as some people on the right are reframing it as, but that's what that was. And the sign itself, which is the one point I'm going to give to the discourse. I think, to be completely fair, that if you were going to throw this event, I think you should have found a different venue to throw it in because uh, this sign could have been covered up in one way, shape, or form. You could have covered the sign up. Uh, it's very difficult to read this, and we're going to get into later on when stray people use this exact same sign in actual ice cream bars. That is a thing, by the way. This exact same logo and slogan is used in ice cream parlors where children frequent, by the way. We're going to talk about that as well. But let's talk about two things here. One, it's probably, and I'm going to guess uh, a shock to some people, uh, something that people who are queer want to show children that being queer is not a scary thing, that it is not a bad thing, that being gay is not bad, that being trans is not bad, that being a lesbian is not bad, that being pi, uh, sorry, bi is not bad, pansexual is not bad is the one I wanted to say. There's probably a thing about that that most people uh, would want. And if they have uh, children, they don't want their children to specifically be uh, gay or straight. They just want to show them and normalize to them that, hey, by the way, everything that you're led to believe in a lot of broader society isn't exactly how our society is. Uh, we are not as scary as everyone makes us out to be. And we want to normalize some of our activities. That can take the shape of a pride parade. Uh, and pride parades often do have very strict codes of dress. You're not supposed to be naked at pride parades. That is the thing. People do get naked at pride parades, but that is uh, encountered to the actual rules of the pride event itself, just so we're uh, clear on that. Now, this is something that, yes, they could have covered this up. Uh, I, I would say if you're going to do this for two reasons. One, I would have covered this up. I personally don't think throwing events in nightclubs in general uh, is a good idea just because of, A, the amount of noise, decibel levels for children is apparently uh, potentially damaging. And two, uh, the idea of covering this up I don't think is an outrageous ask if you were going to throw this idea. That's as far as I'm going to go with this one. Uh, because on top of that, there is something distinctly uh, being done here. And we're going to get into exactly why uh, it's being done. But I am going to bring up once again that, uh, and yes, people are already really excited to talk about this. I have I have the pictures of the ice cream parlors. Don't worry, I already have them that use the exact same logo, just so everyone's clear on this. But this entire thing is framed as it always is when it happens to do with children and uh, drag queens, that this is somehow inherently trying to either indoctrinate them or bring them to a sexualized event. Now, if you're not familiar with drag queens, because you haven't gone to a drag show, my first thing would be, why? Why haven't you? They're so much fun. They're a blast. They're not only a blast, they're a blast for people of all ages. I'm not talking about children. If it's an 18 plus event, it's an 18 plus event. But for older people as well. My mother, uh, she's very old and she loves going to drag shows. She always has. Drag shows are so much fun. If you haven't been to one, go to one. You will realize they're not as scary as everyone makes them out to be. Also, drag is an expression. It's a performance, okay? There are drag shows that can be hypersexualized and there are drag shows that can have no sexualization at all. There are drag shows in which the drag queen in question, usually it is a man performing as a woman, will sing a series of lip-synced songs. They do a very, very good lip-syncing. That's usually uh, in large part what it is. There's also some very, very, uh, let's just say, like, you don't want to be in the front row of a stand-up show being done by a drag queen. 
they are ruthless. They will destroy you in the most savage ways possible. But that is another really big part of drag shows is there will be a stand-up comedian who will most likely be making fun of people in the audience. And oof, it is like it's hard to walk away from one of those, okay? Lots of comedy, lots of singing, lots of dancing, lots of fun. Drag performances can also take the place of, and we're going to get into this, the Drag Queen Story Hour, in which drag queens will often uh, read stories to children, uh, and that's the extent of it. There's absolutely nothing sexual about it. The only sexualization comes from the fact that some people are deeply, deeply concerned about this behavior as being depraved. And so what I want to do every year when this discourse happens is point out the hypocrisy. Because at the end of the day, straight like culture, straight sexualization is so normalized and prevalent in everyday society that you don't even think about it. You don't think about it when you see it because it's just everywhere. You look up and there's a poster and there's like a a couple in underwear and they're practically dry humping each other. And this is to sell denim jeans that they're not even wearing. There are food commercials where women in bikinis with giant delicious boobas will suddenly be eating a burger as all the mayonnaise and ketchup pours onto their tits. And you're supposed to sit there wondering, what what am I supposed to buy here? I can't even remember. What is going on? I don't know. Uh, There are video game commercials that have very scantily clad people, giant boobas again, and you're just supposed to stare at them and be like oh this is just all normal this is you know usually a field dominated by children during the uh, sorry the kink at pride discourse that happened uh last year uh and happens every year by the way we've just kind of evolved the discourse i guess at this point during the kink at pride discourse that happened last year lots and lots of people were super super upset and i'm sure you remember seeing it at one photo the photo had two people in leather dog costumes and they were talking to a little girl and everyone was aghast turns out that picture was not from a pride event Turns out that picture is an example of, if you really want to call it out, a parent being irresponsible and bringing a child to an event that is intended for adults. It was a completely separate event from Pride. Uh, the event is very kink-heavy, very sexual-heavy, and if the parents felt it was uh, you know, in their responsibility to bring a child there, that's kind of on them rather than the entirety of the queer community in that case. That picture was specifically uh, picked as part of a 4chan operation called Pridefall, which actually started a couple years ago, in which they said, let's use specific photos to get people utterly disgusted at the gay. That's the whole point of it, to to show a photo and specifically say words like, you let this happen. You look how far the liberal acceptance of the LGBTQ plus community has gone. And now look, there are children who are literally talking to people in gimp outfits, I think. I'm not sure. I don't really know what I'm looking at. But they like dog costumes. Disgusting. Depraved. There's only one thing that could possibly be happening in that moment. The vast majority of pride, public pride events in which children are allowed to go, have strict dress codes. They always have. They're aware of this issue. Also, we have to bring up this fact. Pride did not start out as a wonderful parade in the streets. It started out as a protest, okay? The idea of people being allowed to show kink at Pride has a history in the fact that people were vilified for their sexuality to such a degree that people had to fight back. They had to throw bricks through buildings. They had to get killed by cops and get beat up by cops. The whole thing was a protest. And so... They no longer feel they have to live in the shadows. They no longer feel they have to be ashamed of who they are. They have earned that right through blood and through beatings and through death. And now they've come to a point where they feel, hey, by the way, this is a celebration of me, my sexuality. So I'm going to run out there and be the leather daddy that I was always destined to be. 
And now we, the future uh, inheritors of this legacy, uh, there are people among us, I guess, in the LGBTQ plus uh, grouping that feel that, oh, well, I think sometimes the stuff it goes a little far from my taste. I'm just I'm not very comfortable uh, with this one aspect of it. So ultimately, if the same things that are being done at these, quote, uh, child abuse centers are being done en masse by straight people all the time, broadly speaking, in society, then are you actually angry and are you actually standing up for the abuse of children? Or is this exposing a phobia of yours? Is, is this expressing something that you aren't comfortable with, broadly speaking? Because if not, then why are you not spending all of the year, because you would have nonstop examples every single day in society, calling it out when straight people are doing this, when this is happening via straight culture? That's... That's the big uh, twist, right? Now, I've uh, edited out their faces when I made this post. But when I went on to Google Image, and if anyone wants to contest this, I dare you to go into Google Images, type in kids at Hooters. Type that in. And, and then look at what the results will be, okay? Not only kids at Hooters, by the way. Hooters is a restaurant. Yes, it's a restaurant. It's a family-friendly restaurant. The only intent there is, of course, just to sell delicious chicken wings. It's not about the sexualization of women in any way, shape, or form. Why would you ever ask that? Why are you being the true sexist here, Lance? This is just a family restaurant, right? I want to point out that the sexualization, and this, this is where sexism is going to play a role in this as well. Look at what we say in society when it comes to, again, little boys, sometimes babies... All male creatures love Hooters, including kids. 17,000 upvotes. 17,000 people thought this image, what was happening, and saying all male creatures love Hooters, including kids, was fine. Can you imagine, wrap your head around this for two seconds, if this was three dudes, three dudes wearing very suggestive clothing, all very hot, muscle-bound, chiseled men, greased up for the occasion, and a kid was looking at one of their asses, and it said, all male creatures love the dong, including kids. I imagine that. Would, would, would that not be wild? But this, broadly speaking, because there is this problem in society where all of a sudden when it's men, when it's young boys, it's like, hell yeah, he's going to be a lady killer when he grows up. Oh yeah, that's my boy. My boy already knows. He already knows about those tatas. He, he knows. He knows. Because again, you would never see this. You would never see this for a young girl. If you saw this for a young girl, if a young girl was looking at a man's ass and a photo is like, she knows. Could you imagine that? Could you flip that for two seconds? It's like, oh, yeah, all little girls love the ass, uh, especially, like, what? You'd be like, holy shit. The same thing plays out, by the way, when it comes to pedophilia, because that's that old trope. If it's like, if it's a male teacher who slept with a teenage girl, it's like, oh, disgusting, lock him up, he's a pedophile. When it's reversed, you'll get people like the quartering being like, ah, I have a hard time finding a fault. I mean, <laughs> come on. Nice. What, are we supposed to get upset at these dream makers? Uh, are we supposed to be upset at these at these hot teachers who are sleeping with 15-year-old boys? What 15-year-old boy would not want to have that? Come on. You, you get it, right? Nice. Nice. Didn't know if you know this, but kids eat free at Hooters on Halloween. Oh, look at this. You're already dressed like a Hooters uh, server. Children wearing their Halloween costume at any South Florida and Southwest Florida Hooters restaurant on Thursday will receive a free kids meal. These kids meals are served on the Hooters Kids Frisbee. Oh, isn't that nice? They serve them food on a Frisbee. 
Oh, that's fun. And the kids can take it home. One free kid's meal per paying adult for fine dining only. Now, here's another challenge. Go onto YouTube because I didn't have the time before this segment to black out all the kids' faces, like to put little bars in front of their eyes. But go onto YouTube and look up kids' birthdays at Hooters. There are so many videos and every single video is usually about a young boy he's probably anywhere between they can be very very young sometimes it's 5 to 12 to they're even 13 years old but a young boy at hooters having birthday parties and everyone laughing at the fact that he's staring at the ladies like oh yeah look yeah my son my son knows where it's at he knows why he gets it he get, yeah yeah he understands they also do by the way and this one's going to shock a lot of people i didn't know this until i looked this up but they also do a thing where they put a mask on the kids and have them act out like an animal yeah kind of weird behavior wouldn't you say i mean i know if a whole bunch of i don't know drag queens had a birthday party with a young uh, child and then put them in a mask while they were all wearing very provocative clothing and had them act like an animal that that would be seen as kind of strange but that's actually a hooters tradition yeah they they have to act like an owl and they go hoot hoot and things like that now again no one had a problem with any of this. No one ever does. There's hundreds and hundreds of Hooters locations. This happens all the time. There's, there's BuzzFeed articles about people bringing their kids to Hooters and laughing about all the different reactions. It's like it can either be wholesome or it can be awkward or it can be this. But again, this is all the stuff that, you know, just, just flies by all the pedo hunters. All, all the pedo hunters who are now very concerned when pride comes around. That's specifically when they're like, oh my god, oh my god, can you see what's happening? Sick, disgusting, depraved, holy fuck. How about these ones? Kid goes crazy at Hooters. Hashtag shorts. Hmm. Caught the boy looking. Hooters. Again, imagine this thumbnail. Imagine this thumbnail for two seconds. This thumbnail that you see before you, but instead of being a boy, it was a little girl. And instead of being a woman, there was a man there in the exact same attire with his ass sticking out and said, caught the girl looking, teehee. People would be like, what the fuck, bro? What the fuck? Are you some kind of pedo? Why would you post that on YouTube? What the hell? What are you doing? This is all considered funny. This is all considered fun, to be totally honest. Like, people post this shit, and it's like, in the videos, they're laughing. It's like, hey, look, he's, yeah, that's my boy. That's my boy. That's what's going on. Again, wrap your head around if any of this activity was being done by queer people. Any of it. Like, even, even at, the, at the event that we're supposed to all condemn right now as being utterly depraved and disgusting and child abuse, uh, I didn't see kids slapping asses. I, I didn't see that as a thing, you know? I, I didn't see any of this. Hey, here's a big one. This was at the NBA. Okay. Now, I, I have to do a content warning for some of you, okay? I can't believe this took place, so uh, if you're not comfortable with watching something that could be incredibly depraved, this was live on TV at an NBA game. A child, a young boy, a young boy was first tempted with candy, tempted with candy by someone who was incredibly scantily clad, and then look at the kid's reaction. This is at the NBA. There's the candy. Look at that. He then goes back. I have to rewind this. He goes in for the ass check. This happened at an NBA game. And you said nothing. All of you. You were silent. 
All of you were silent when this took place. Can you believe this happened? Can you believe there was an event in which someone scantily clad would offer candy to children and the reaction would be this? I'm aghast. Absolutely aghast. Holy shit. And why hasn't anyone, why isn't Shuan Head doing a report on this? Why, why hasn't anyone talked about this? You know? Like, holy shit. Maybe it's because the intended event by the NBA was not exactly to uh, tantalize children with sexuality and just throw an NBA game. Maybe the point of the dancers at NFL games isn't directly uh, to appeal to the kids. Hey, this wasn't at a drag queen uh, power hour. This is just a regular uh, halftime dance. There is literally thousands of kids in this audience. Thousands of kids. And they're watching this. They're watching this. Yeah, oh no, their dancing is fantastic. Uh, it's, it's, it's on point. Very well trained. It takes a lot of work to get this level of coordination. No, no question about that. But again, where are the pedophile hunters? That's, that's what I'm asking. Where, where are they? This has thousands of children, not just like five or six from their own families who brought them there. This is thousands of kids in the audience watching this, watching this depravity. Gyrating? Do you see the gyrations? I'm I'm gonna dimka myself here. I, I'm I'm gonna get I'm gonna get my entire channel shut down. Uh, shut down. Yeah, I'll get shut down. Yeah, just watch. Don't get me wrong, as a mostly straight man, obviously, I'm uh, uh, amongst you to say that, well, I, I have trouble finding problems with this because uh, it is, uh, you know, uh, it's it's very, very well coordinated. It's good dancing. They have good moves. Uh, the, the song choice was on point. Uh, I mean, what, what what's the problem here? I don't see the problem here. And, and most of people who are most likely straight are going to see this as well and be like, yeah, I don't really see the problem here. What, what exactly is wrong? Um, well... On one end, if these people were trans, if these people were drag queens, this would be seen as utterly depraved. That's the difference. This this would be 100% utterly depraved uh, because it would be like, well, there, you know, there's thousands of kids there. There's thousands of kids who saw all these drag queens. All these drag queens, they were basically wearing nothing. You know, they were mostly nude outside of a small covering in two areas to just make it TV friendly. Uh, and, and they were gyrating. They, they were like thrusting. Did you think this was age appropriate? Did you think this was age appropriate to show all these drag queens dancing like this? You know, it would have been like that. Would have been would have been the exact opposite. Oh, before I get to the ugly part. So this started a, uh, a sequence of uh, back and forth between Chu and Demon Mama. Uh, thanks to Freems. Freems threw his hat into the ring, got a viral tweet. With this one, don't bring your kids to drag shows. Uh, I thought Freems, but he said uh, in the chat that apparently was not uh, doing this as a response to Shu. Mine was a response to Shu, by the way, all the things I posted this morning. 
Hooters has 400 locations operating daily, and yet you never post about them. Always find the time, every pride to spread vague. Contextus is sometimes outright propaganda images demonizing drag, usually following up by calling actual queer people pedos without evidence. I'd probably talk about it more if it was a mainstream topic constantly on my timeline. In the news, when Hooters starts pretending it's super progressive and we start getting called reactionary for understandably thinking it's weird, Lamau. Um, so this one is a bit of a tell because if your timeline is filled with people who are disgusted at what took place at that uh, drag queen event, then most likely you could be following a couple of accounts that are looking to push that narrative. Uh, I found a ton of people on the right were the ones prompt- uh, pushing the story. There was Andy No, uh, there was Jack Pasebic, there was a whole bunch of people on the right to far right who were tweeting out posts about how this is, again, child abuse, this is disgusting, this is depraved, all that kind of stuff. Uh, Freem says, I didn't moralize either one. I was pointing out the hypocrisy that most people seem to care about one and not the other. This is literally imagined hypocrisy, though. Like, I'm sure some redneck boomers are cool with this somewhere, but I don't see anyone around here doing mental flips to defend it like they do drag shows. It's, It's on the official website. Hooters offers free kids meals during tax day weekend. Hooters is offering one final deduction parents won't want to write off during tax day weekend. From Saturday, April 14th through Tuesday, April 17th, kids younger than 12 years old will receive one free Hooters kids meal with the purchase of $10 or more. This isn't redneck boomers. This is the fucking franchise. This is Hooters. Kids have several options to choose from the Hooters kids meal, including boneless and traditional wings, chicken strips, grilled cheese, and sliders, all served with one item and a beverage. During the kids meal, they can enjoy activity books, crayons, and hootie hats in select locations. To activate the deal, purchases of $10 more can include any food item from the menu, including Hooters world-famous chicken wings, available with their favorite choice of Hooters 17 craveable sauces and dry rubs, such as Texas BBQ, Caribbean jerk, or garlic habanero. Guests can also keep deductions coming by saving on calories with the Hooters smoked wings, coming in half the calories from traditional style wings the hooters tax day weekend for free kids meal is dine-in only and limited to children younger than 12 so you have to bring kids younger than 12 and you have to dine in can't order that food to go because you might think there's something a little weird about bringing your kids to the hooters but there you have it hooters has been trying a very long time to be more family friendly i'll give them credit it's just the curve of the sexuality but at the same time it's also strange it seems like a, a well i mean there's also a big thing once you have a family friendly restaurant you open up a massive market that way right and again the LGBTQ community is not calling for the abolition of Hooters. I, I don't see protests outside of Hooters. I don't see gay people saying, fuck, we got to shut down Hooters. The straights are not okay. I, I, I don't see trans people outside of Hooters. We got to shut down Hooters. The straights are not okay. I don't see them making uh, Twitter posts about how Hooters are a bunch of pedophiles. This is a pedophile organization. Look how they're indoctrinating kids. Kind of kind of seems like a strange double standard that goes underreported. Now, before I move on to some of the uh, other examples, I do want to mention... If you didn't know the other side of the story, outside, an ugly protest today, a mob of self-described Christian fascists tried to force their way into a gay establishment in the neighborhood of Dallas holding a family event and were chanting groomers. I don't know much about what this does to kids, but something makes me feel that this is going to be more damaging to a little kid to have a bunch of Christian fascists outside screaming groomers at their parents. Someone trying to break in? Alex, move on! You weirdo! Alex Stein, move on! You weirdo! Alex, move on! Alex! Alex, get away from the door! Alex Stein, get away from the door! 
children. Alex, side. Move away from the door. Alex, move away from the door. I'm not allowed in here, but they have children. How, how did you how did you give it away how, how did you give it away that you weren't you weren't actually part of the community um, this video shared by Andy no shows the terrifying moment a man who stated I'm a fascist not a Nazi charged at a family with two young children leaving the event is this potentially dangerous to kids to everyone who cares about children get out of the way Clean up your room. Nice and big room. Again, you care about the welfare of children. I assume that's the point of all this. It's not just to vilify the queer community. So if you care about the welfare of children, why aren't you concerned about this? This is actual people targeting the families with kids present. Leave the kids alone. Another angle from the fascist charging towards a family with small children. Confronted, I'm a fascist, not a Nazi. Do you recognize who this is yet? It was a surprise, but I think some of you have uncovered who was uh, kind of leading a lot of the uh, counter protests. You, you may know him. You may know him as as the Coomer or the non-Coomer. Yes, as it were. It's John Doyle, everybody. John Doyle was there. Yeah, yeah, he was there. He wanted to talk about how he's a Christian fascist, but not a Nazi. He, he wanted to make sure everyone knew the uh, the distinction. One of the times, uh, uh, the fascist, not a Nazi guy, stated, I'm a fascist, not a Nazi. Mm, sorry to hear that one. I think he ended up giving a speech. I think they have the speech, too. Yeah, he does. He does. Remember, I'm a 
and then you came out and you're like, okay, it's all okay. I promise it's all okay. So he just said, it's hard to hear, but he's like, I back the blue, but I don't trust you because you're a lesbian. <laughs> uh, epic. Epic. Uh, we are so the Protect Texas Kids says we are protesting this children's drag show event in Dallas tomorrow from 11 to 12. This will be at 304 Turtle Creek Park. Of course, this is a libs of TikTok affair. A bar in Dallas, Texas is advertising a drag show for children, including the opportunity for some kids to perform with drag queens on stage. This is the drag queen host. Now, this was before they even had video footage of the event, but that was enough just to be able to show, hey, look, this is a drag queen and they should not be around your children. My God, this is what they're going to see. Children are invited on stage and walk with the drag queens. Not the drag queens. This is satanic. Dallas, Texas. Mask far-left militias tried to rob and attack Alex999 at a drag show for children in Mr. Mister, a gay bar and club. Thanks, Andy No. The video shared by Andy No shows a terrifying moment. A man who stated, I'm a fascist, not a Nazi, charged at a family with two young children, leaving the event. Anti-fascist blocked the path. You can hear the anti-fascist saying, leave the kids alone. His intentions upon reaching the children are unknown, but unfortunately no one was found out. Immediately he played the victim and cries when the police arrived. Where are the kids? They're in the video. Where's the I'm a fascist on a Nazi? Not in the clip. It was a long day. Uh, there's the clip. We played it earlier. Elijah Schaefer, who I'm sure you all know, was the first to point out, hey, everyone should be crediting Aldo uh, Butazzoni, who covered the event. And Alden Butazzoni is the one who has, uh, he was inside at the time, took all the video that people are now seeing. That is being used, of course, by the Daily Wire. The Daily Wire has an article. Protesters appear to have clashed with parents and other attendees at a self-described family-friendly drag show. The event said uh, was titled Drag the Kids to Pride. Description of the event was available. A family-friendly spin on our famed champagne drag brunch. Here's a whole bunch of people. Tim Pool. It's not okay to tell kids. It's not going to lick itself. Uh, shoe on Head's tweet. This, this is satanic tweet. Uh, John Doyle confronts parents outside of the children's drag show in, ta- in Dallas. I only have one question. Why do you want to put an axe wound in between your son's legs? That's the point. Yeah, that's the point. Please open the door. Open the door. Let us in Yes, we are. What do you mean? You're making America worse. You're bringing your children you to, to this event. You need to go now. You're literally <laughs> someone better. We'll pray for you, sweetie. Please do. We'll pray for you. You must repent. I wonder if the mama bear instinct is going to come out in three years when the mainstream Democrat Party platform is they want to rape your kids. And they're all going to think it's one big, smug little joke, these people. By the way, the overlap between what John Doyle does and other groups, the intersectionality of it, it usually plays into misogyny, sometimes trans misogyny specifically. But oftentimes it's forms of misogyny and it's forms of control. What we see is abhorrent. What we see is uh, depraved. Now, I don't think John Doyle is any fan of Hooters, for example. I'm pretty sure John Doyle, because he's no fan of any form of sexualization. He doesn't want you to masturbate. He doesn't want you to watch anything sexually explicit. Uh, He's probably in the camp of saying, yeah, I'll be the first to tell you that's wrong, too. That's wrong, too. The thing is, that's not something anyone calls out is the biggest thing. The same groups who use uh, uh, events like this as a opportunity to say that this is the depraved abuse of children, there's radio silence when it is happening all the time uh, in the other direction because we don't see straight 
heterosexual sex as something depraved, broadly speaking. Like we, you could see sex as depraved. You could say, I don't want to see sexualization at all. Oh, look at the, look at these music videos and all this twerking and the stuff. It's, it's depraved. Fine. There's that group. But broadly speaking, society doesn't see the idea of, uh, you know, a children's cartoon featuring the protagonists kissing uh, if they are a boy and a girl as something that is wrong, that is indoctrinating children as being uh, disgusting. They do kind of feel that way when it happens to be two boys kissing. Like, is there going to be a prominent uh, Disney cartoon where the main characters, not side characters that can get edited out in post, the main characters are two boys and they kiss at one point? Would that be seen as being highly sexualized? Would that be seen as trying to sexualize children, as trying to indoctrinate children? Whereas every single other cartoon we've ever seen, ever, uh, when it comes to mainstream cartoons, show the young boy and the young girl falling in love and kissing and all that kind of stuff. It's uh, a very regular thing. Now, here was a revelation. Ice cream companies use this logo. It's not going to lick itself. Cauldron ice cream. It's not going to lick itself. It's not going to lick it. I, I, I remember being a kid and loving ice cream. I'm, I'm sure children eat at this ice cream shop. I'm sure they've had an ice cream or two. Did anyone come out and talk about how this was a grooming ice cream store? Did, did anyone do that? Did, did anyone come out and say, this is fucking depraved and disgusting? How the fuck could you put something so sexualized on a wall in front of kids? Has, has, has that happened yet? I'm waiting for it. I'm, I'm eager to see the, the campaign by the right to say that this ice cream company was sexually depraved. You got to think of the kids, right? I wanted to verify this, and it's on their Facebook it's not going to lick itself. Thanks for the photo. Here we have it. I might even suggest this seems to be what, like, I, I hadn't thought of this before, but is this supposed to be a vagina? Is this a vagina cream? Is this vaginal in some sense? Are you supposed to, are you supposed to penetrate this? Disgusting. Depraved. How could they? Shame. Shame on all of them. Shame on everyone involved for thinking that this was appropriate. It's an, it's an anus. Oh, well, that's even more depraved. As we all know, sodomy is the most depraved thing of all time. So if this is an anus, that's that's utterly and fucking disgusting. I can't believe it. I can't believe they had done this. This is this is fucking beyond beyond comprehension. The levels. The levels. Pussy cream. <laughs> this is the this is the new cussy, alright? It's ice cream is the new cussy. <laughs> I guess cussy works better than ISE. Yeah, that doesn't really work. One quick thing, content warning for anyone who doesn't want to hear about sexual abuse. If people actually genuinely did care about the sexual abuse of children, they would talk about a lot of issues that actually surround this. They don't. They would talk about the overwhelming amount of sexual abuse that occurs to children uh, within certain organizations. The Catholic Church is certainly one. The Southern Baptist Church is another one. Very rampant amounts of sexual abuse that go on in there. But in terms of the majority of sexual abuse, and these are statistics from Canada, they're replicated in America and the West, uh, sorry, and a lot of other Western nations. A study in Ontario found 31 percent of uh, males and 21 percent of females experience physical abuse during their childhood um 85 percent of child sexual abuse victims know their sexual abusers can i repeat this one 85 percent of child sexual abuse victims know their sexual abusers this is a problem that is happening overwhelmingly by cis people in a lot of cases by heterosexual people and it's happening by people they know this is not 
what the pedophile hunters talk about, even though this is the broad amount of data and statistics on this, they don't bring this up. They don't try to say, by the way, I really care about the sexualization and uh, abuse of children. I want to come out there and tell you that, hey, the vast majority of children who are sexually abused happen to be sexually abused by someone that they know, the overwhelming majority. It often happens by cis people. It often happens by heterosexual people. That is not brought up. That's that's it's not happening by the gays. It's not happening by the trans. In British Columbia, more than one in three street or marginalized youth has been sexually exploited by men and women. Males were as likely as females to be sexually exploited. Another stat that is not talked about thanks to again the shittiness of patriarchy. But children, boys, are sexually assaulted as well. Not only are they sexually assaulted, but in a lot of cases, they don't feel comfortable talking about their sexual assaults. Broadly speaking, society does a super fucked up thing where all of a sudden, if you were sexually assaulted and you're a young boy, if it happens to be anything, uh, like if it's a man who sexually assaulted you, oh God, that's the worst thing ever. We have to go, go after this. That's disgusting. But if it was a hot teacher, well, I mean, if it was a hot woman, was that really a problem? Was that really sexual abuse? What, uh, like... Are these dream makers? Who amongst us, when we were a young boy, didn't want to be sexually abused by our teachers? Broadly speaking, that's kind of how society responds to it. Here's a harrowing statistic. 60% of sexually exploited youth are Aboriginal. In a study with Toronto Street Youth, one-third of these youth had experienced severe physical or sexual abuse or both. You want to end child sexual abuse? End homelessness. End child poverty. Work on that. Tweet about that. Tweet about how you don't want to be gaslit into thinking that this is an okay thing or an okay system. You can kind of see that really, really manifests itself in perpetuating sexual abuse of children. Young women who had not participated in a school abuse prevention program in childhood were twice as likely to have experienced child sex abuse as those who had prevented in one. Uh, here's a whole bunch of sources on this. But this is the truth. This is the actual statistics and the data on the topic. What we're seeing now in terms of the discourse is people who, again, are trying to utilize this as a way of vilifying queer people. As a way of saying, well, by the way, this is something that I find to be a little bit scary. The shitty thing that happens with all this, by the way, is that the drag queen story hour was something that was intended to kind of bridge a gap and to kind of devilify a lot of this culture. So people would see this as not being something that is always overtly sexual because drag shows are not inherently sexual. They don't have to be sexual at all. Again, you can go to a drag show where someone just does stand-up. There's no dancing, there's no provocative clothing, there's nothing. They may even be dressed in something that you might describe as being from the Victorian era, and all they're going to do is a stand-up comedy for an hour. That qualifies as a drag show. It's unbelievably entertaining. I can't, like, I really want to do an olive branch here to anyone who is most likely straight and is very, very scared of drag queens or drag culture uh, to go watch some of it, to see some of it, because you will be surprised at what you learn. And don't worry, we're going to watch something that's going to be a little bit uh, wholesome. And then we're going to move on to uh, uh, complete and utter depravity. I'm, I, again, I'm going to be showing you some of the most extreme sexual content I have ever risked showing on stream. That is coming up. I, I, I am not faltering on that. I have, I've promised to deliver and I will deliver. Okay? You just, we're going to sit through something wholesome first. I love being creative. I love exploring with makeup, hair, all this. It's a long process, but it definitely pays off. There's something rebellious about being a cis man 
and getting dolled up, putting on a wig, walking in the streets and going to my gigs and taking over the space. I think kids don't always know what to make of us. Things like gender are like the last thing on their mind. They look like, um, like mermaids and queens. Are we done yet? Hi, I'm Miss P. I am the drafting for Drafting Story Hour this hour. Welcome! When I first heard about it, I was just like, where can I sign up? And I was part of the first few girls who started Drag Queen Story Hour in New York City. So when I put on my wig on my dress, like, I'm ready to go save the world. How many of you want to be a mermaid when you grow up? For me, I think Drag Queen Story Hour is just such a natural fit. It's like one of those ideas that's just so good that I'm shocked that no one had thought of it sooner. So what do you think a drag queen is? Uh, a queen of dragons. We now, when you're watching this, are you thinking in your head, holy shit, this is disgusting. How could this happen? I think the only way you could wrap your head around the way of thinking that is to suddenly think that somehow there's an inherent sexuality to drag queens, there's something depraved about drag queens, or there's something depraved about the act of drag itself. Otherwise, I, I don't know, honestly, and I know I'm biased in this because I have no problem at all with, with the drag queens or the drag community, I was thinking, how wholesome is this? You wanted to do a program where you read uh, children's stories? We really are. We entertain, we lip sync, we are funny. We're like clowns, but prettier. And I get to hang out with people like you, isn't that awesome? <laughs> We're like clowns, but prettier. Yes. In story time at a Brooklyn Public Library prompting a protest this morning, and it's who is reading to those children is what parents are upset about. We have a drag queen, which is a man dressed as a woman, coming to read to children, not about cat in the hat. Why is it okay if Steven Crowder wants to do it, though? Why, why is it okay if Steven Crowder wants to dress as a woman? Because he's doing that just to vilify people in marginalized communities, but you're fine with that. You don't protest outside of Steven Crowder's place. It's not simply the act of dressing up as a woman. You got to remember that because you are fine in certain cases of it. If it's for comedy, hey, it's really funny. Now, come on, the Waynes brothers do it all the time. About gender fluidity. I like to invite them in to see before they judge a drag queen story hour. I love my wet shoes. I think there's just something about us being larger than life, and that's really what they react to. You get a lot of oohs, ahs, wows, and what's that? <laughs> To kids, I think, you know, drag queens are princesses come to life or superheroes. One of the kids said, a drag queen is someone who dresses fabulous, fancy. And I was like, oh, you correct. You're correct. Kids, they're imaginative. They're all about play. They haven't been baked into, you know, society's norms and expectations. So I think to them, things like being fluid with their identities this one is one of the ones that really gets vilified a lot because you'll see the headlines where it's like, at that event, children actually sang and danced with drag queens. And it's like, okay, so let's replace drag queens with anything else. Why don't we take out that and said sang and danced with clowns? Suddenly, is, is that considered to be sexual in any way? Comes really naturally. They're setting a great example as being different and there's nothing wrong with that. When I had my own son, I started going to these story hours at libraries, and 
I'm just, I had my kid late in life. I'm queer. So to suddenly find myself in these really straight environments was fine. But I was like, what would this be like if this was queer? And I was like, Drag Queen Story Hour. Julian is a Mermaid by Jessica Love. From the stars in the sky to the fish in the sea. And Yulan felt loved. Like, again, yeah, it's but... so hard for me to wrap my head around the fact that I'm technically showing all of you child abuse in their eyes. Like, right now, the video I'm showing you, I'm showing you all a video of child abuse, according to them. book I love and adore tremendously. That book goes through variations of animals, people, shapes, color, sizes, and all that, saying that it's okay to be different. And stand up for one another, and kind of in bullying, too, in a way. Like how they read different types of books every time. Like sometimes they read books about feelings, sometimes about nature, sometimes fiction, sometimes nonfiction. But I just like how people in the books find a way to stop any war that might happen. Not only queer families needing queer-centric event to bring their family to, but so many straight families who are progressive are always looking for ways to introduce their kid to the larger world and raise children that are thoughtful. And Because this might shock some of you, but queer families don't think queer things are depraved. So they don't think bringing their own children to an event like this, or people who are, again, progressive enough to recognize that this isn't depraved in any way, shape, or form, this is just a wholesome event for kids, they, they don't feel that way. That's, that's why. Value diversity. She loved it. She's never sat through a story time before without crying, and there was so much shiny stuff to look at. All of my kids have this flair for drama <laughs> we'll go and really I hadn't enjoy thought about theater yet. and dressing up, and I want to encourage that. I think a lot of people don't understand the difference between sex and gender, and they think that we're teaching three-year-olds about sex. And this is the key part, by the way. If you walk out in public and you wear flip-flops, if you have your feet exposed, guess what? There are people out there with foot fetishes. There's people who you might walk by who suddenly, and apparently this happened in the discourse last year, just get off at the very sight of your own feet. Now, you didn't do that to get them off, though. You're not walking out in public in any way in a sexual fashion. You're doing that because it's hot and it feels comfortable for you to do that. But as you walk by with your bare feet exposed, suddenly someone who has a very strong foot fetish could walk by, see them, make contact and be like, oh my god. And there could even be a child in public. The same thing can happen at a beach. Did you know at beaches, people wear bikinis and thongs, even men, men, some men with enormous dongs could wear a thong at a beach. Now, again, they're not doing that to sexualize uh, every single person around them. They're not doing that to arouse every single person around them, but it could happen. It could happen in that event. But this is what's really crucial about this, jokes aside, is that ultimately people are applying the idea that this is inherently sexual when it's not. As, as you can see very clearly from watching this, there's nothing that, about this that is sexual. This is people reading stories to kids. Kids enjoying the stories. That's, that's all there is to it. They are 
already have their rights. But they don't have the right to take my tax dollars and impose their doctrine. Like, has anyone ever watched uh, Polo? Or, not Polo, what's the one, like, uh, water, uh, volleyball in the water? Like, uh, uh, when it's done, especially when it's done by men, they're all wearing thongs and speedos. They're all like jumping in, in the air and tackling each other and, and glistening in, in the moonlight. It's a thing that happens. Water polo, yeah. Uh, do, do you go to those events and, and get off? Do you stand in the bleachers and think, well, I'm going here because this is basically going to be porn for the next two and a half hours? Outside of Wilco, obviously, I can't. <laughs> little kids get them all confused and screwed up. It's an Olympic sport. We need things to stay just the way they were supposed to be. The kind of change we need is for people to start listening to the creator. That's what we need. Zero to five years you know, old. Literally, the, literally the sign says zero to five. Story about gender fluidity. Can you tell us about what's happening outside? Well, apparently there's some guy who wants to date me and he doesn't know how, so he's flirting through negativity. No. Um, <laughs> There's some backlash of people who are against the program and um, would like to see it shut down or not see it at the library at all. That's so funny. It's the second protest we've had in New York City in three years, but lots of the organizers in other places have hundreds of protesters at all their events. I had a death threat over social media, which was not super serious, but a little scary. Um, and, you know, some of the right-wing media has picked up on it. This is a societal wrecking ball to destroy any semblance of normality, any semblance of basic human biology. And I'm sick of it! I'm tired of it right now! I can't handle it more! Because, like, this is good, normal, and healthy for children. Definitely. That's that's the alternative, everybody. You, you could have one or the other, I guess. So this is, this is great, yeah. And the thing that, I don't know, scares me the most is just, like in our crazy gun culture that like, I'm sort of afraid, you know, that of what could happen if some crazy person came to one of our events. I'm sorry, but I think genuinely every single conservative who thinks this scene right now, what you're watching, is sexual abuse of children, has never actually seen any of these. I, th I think that's the biggest problem. I think just the idea, when someone says it out loud, drag queen story hour, all of a sudden it conjures up these ideas like, oh my god, they're making kids twerk and they're dressing in very skimpy clothing and all that. Fucking literally playing the violin while, while they all sing Baba Black Sheep together. Like, are you serious? I came here today, I saw all the kids loving and cheering after every book. And what do you think the pigeon wants to do now? Drag queen should go on and never stop, because I think it's a really cool program. Shoes on the drag queen go stomp, stomp, stomp. I believe that hate isn't inherited, it's taught. So if we can teach these kids how to love and accept everybody, they'll definitely be the best generation that we could ever ask for. My white shoes. 
people associate drag queens with adult entertainment, so they think if it's a drag queen, it can't be appropriate for children. And we have to really often explain to people, this is a program designed for children. It's a drag queen reading children's books, singing children's songs. There's nothing adult about it. I think often it's hard for people to just kind of get beyond their preconceived notion of what a drag queen does. We're not trying to pull people to be drag queens. There's some things that I would never perform for a child, and there are things I probably would never wear in front of a child, but that goes for anyone with any profession. The seats on the bus go swish, 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 all through the town. I was just talking to these girls downstairs. None of them asked me, you know, am I a boy? They had a lot of questions about how did I get my hair to be purple, or how do I get glitter to stick to my face, or where did I get all these clothes, but... Okay, I'd like to issue a correction. You're entirely right. That was Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. Um, I have been destroyed, eviscerated in the marketplace of ideas. I, I don't even know my nursery rhymes. I'm no longer an authority to talk on any of this. You know, they just kind of take me at face value, and I think that's really exciting. Do you know where you want to be when you grow up? Um, I want to be a lot of things. Number one, scientist. Number two, ninja. Number three, writer. Oh, that's amazing. And I believe you can do all three of those things, okay? Just make sure you continue on with school and don't let anyone ever tell you you cannot do it because you could do it. Okay? High five, darling. So wholesome. So incredibly wholesome. And you know what's so sad? Look at this. Oh, it doesn't show it anymore. This has 2.6 thousand dislikes. On my other browser, it, shows, it still shows dislikes. 2.6 thousand. This is sad. Why are our children being indoctrinated like this? How did you watch this? And, and I bet you didn't even go through it. I, I bet you watched like five seconds and, and then you saw something that you're not comfortable with. And all of a sudden it's like, whoa, indoctrination, indoctrination. How could you finish this whole thing and be like, this is anything other than completely wholesome? It, they're, they're, they're reading stories to them. They're inspiring them. They're telling them uh, to believe in themselves. Like, what the hell? Um, all right. I promised y'all that I was going to show you some depravity. And I will deliver. Now, while a lot of you who are trying to hunt the groomers online have been targeting the LGBTQ plus community, there's something you haven't realized. It's been going on for a very long time. I'm about to show you video footage so depraved, so sexual, that many of you may not walk away from this the same afterwards. So a massive content warning. But here's the other thing that I want you to know. At the events that you are about to see, there is not dozens, but literally thousands, thousands of children present. Yes. Look what she's wearing. Ripping clothing off of each other. Forget the wind. Let's make out. What? What? Oh my God. Violence and sexuality at the same time. Okay, I, 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 I gotta skip over some of this. It's, it's just too sexual. Thousands of kids here. Thousands, thousands of children. 
Why has no one talked about this? Why have I not seen the posts, the outrage? It'd be funny if you got a TOS over this. I'll accept it. I'll, I'll accept my, I don't know, what would it be, a week, two weeks ban? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take my two weeks ban for showing you WWE highlights. <laughs> whoa, whoa, dude, look at this. Look at this. It's pretty much porn now. Pretty much porn, okay? Again, wrap your head around the idea of this being two dudes. My God, two dudes. What if she was a trans woman? What if he was a trans man? Oh, well, then it would be truly depraved. All right, things are about to pop off, everyone, okay? I've, I've been showing you some of the PG-13, but we're about to go triple X. Just so you know, you're about to see something you may not have ever seen before. Yes, a actual headbutt into a man's crotch. Oh my God. Oh my God! Oh my God! Thousands of children present. I have to rewind this. I can't believe it. Look, they're not only pinning him down, Multiple women holding him down, forcing him against his will to experience this. And there's thousands of children in the audience. Let's see that one more time. And, and just for science, again. What is that? What is that? This is by and far the one that honestly, every single person who's ever going to come at you and say, hey, by the way, how in the world, how in the world is this permissible if there's children at the event? Watch this following scene. Watch this following scene and tell me, all right? Now, I'm just gonna say, if we go back to the original scene, Seems like there's young people in the audience. I don't know, kind of hard to say. A little bit blurry. But if we go there. What's going on, everybody? Holy shit. Holy fuck. Oh my. So I, I assume that there's going to be a lot of outrage because I've never seen this in all those highlight clips of all the drag queen indoctrinating the kids, all the scary drag queens that are coming after your children's scenes. I, I haven't seen the one where a whole bunch of uh, people hold someone down and rip their clothing off. Haven't, haven't seen that with kids present. Let's see. Oh, and turning back. Yeah. On cable TV. No less. This looks like a young person too. That person looks pretty young. Right here. Staring directly at this. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting that. I, I have yet to see any outrage though. I didn't see anything. I was kind of blinded by how hot the whole scene was. I really liked the part where they held her down and ripped her clothes off for everybody. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, anyways, we have an offer for you. If you uh, buy 10 tickets now, you can get a free kid uh, ticket and a free kid's meal. Bring your kids, of course, because, again. And, hey, guess what? I'm not the one saying that all of this should be shut down. I'm not the one saying that uh, the WWE should be shut down for being a giant groomer cult, trying to being a giant pedo cult. I, I'm I'm not on the other side of that. It, it, I'm just pointing out the hypocrisy here. Only seems to come about, only seems to be the indoctrination and sexualization of children, even though there is way more kids present here than any drag queen show could ever hope, ever hope to accumulate. That we're, we're talking thousands and thousands of kids in the audience watching this right now. But no one bats an eye. Because again, heterosexual relationships and even violence, even sexual violence, a lot of that is normalized. 
It, it's things that, and people don't say, oh, well, uh, at the end of the day, uh, kids are going to walk away from that and they're going to go home and, and they might turn straight. If they watch this, they could turn straight. If they see, like, the two kids who were watching that scene that we just saw, did did that suddenly convert them into being straight? Is, is, is this young boy suddenly going to become straight because he saw this incredible scene uh, before him? Was, was that a, a part of it? Is this right now the, the sexual abuse of, uh, of children? No one talks about that. Since I don't follow wrestling, I had no idea this is what's been going on. This is it's just this has always been WWE entertainment. It's it's trash TV. By the way, what last year when we were do- I used wrestling last year as an example when we were doing the Kink at Pride stuff, and I was showing you that there were characters in the wrestling canon, even in the 1980s, who uh, were wearing suits that would be seen as utterly depraved uh, in terms of kink. We're talking outfits in which they were wearing masks uh, and thongs and full-on leather straps. Those same characters were in wrestling matches for children. No one was ever batting an eye. No one was saying, well, that is actually highly sexual. You can tell by the outfits. I mean, those people, they look like uh, I don't know, depraved BDSM characters. So why why are our kids exposed to this? And then, of course, you had the video games. The video games would come out and kids would buy the NES games and they would actually play as those characters and all that kind of stuff. But again, it's uh, it, it's just one of those things that's completely appropriate uh, as long as it's straight. As long as it's heterosexual and straight. It's not about indoctrinating kids. It's entertainment, everybody. It's entertainment. Can't you Can't you understand that? It's not going to lick itself. So you've just been listening to an episode of The Surf Times, and if you enjoy it and want to see The Surf Times, you can go to wearesurfs.com or watch the live shows at thesurfs.tv. And also everywhere social media is sold, basically, thesurfs.tv, you'll find us there, twitter.com slash thesurfstv, for example. It would also help us out tremendously if you could leave a good review of this podcast if you enjoyed it, either on, I don't know, iTunes or wherever you're podcasting. Apparently it does help, and yeah, we hope to see you soon. To our gods, Xander Corvus and Peyton L. Just, we are prepared to conduct many a human sacrifices in your honor. To our monarch, Tom Spiker, we are but your humble yet incompetent gestures, trying in vain to bring some levity into your life. To our lord, Trevor R., we give you thanks for this meager plot of land for us to toil away our pathetic existence. To our brave knights, Carl Wauer, Tony, DM Rivera, Resident Scarecrow, Sir Nickus, Mayred, Cheryl Alvarez, Ruben Kelly, Brandon, Words Greenwood, Nate, Hegbird Celine, Matthew Scarborough, Stellar Vision, Ariane McCarthy, Daniel Sutton, Coulter Smith, Jenna Tao, Quiet185, Anna Loves Riley, Omni, Riley and Anna, Poodlehawk, The Tim Caucus, Multimondi, Trevor Janis, Lemmy101, Anthropophojack, Saren42, Catherine, Ramon Acosta, Incosin, Agent NDN, Violent Orchard, Political Puppy, Andreas Chiringuito, Zach Christensen, Todd Buckingham, and Todd Lajeunesse. We salute our mighty heroes off to conquest some bread in some far off land.